Well, you know what that music means. Welcome to Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your two favorite indie promotions of all time. That being Limitless Wrestling and Let's Wrestle, both out of the great state of Maine. My name is Josh Nason, and on this week's show, we're going to preview this Saturday's Acting Up, which now includes some big news for those not in the area. We're going to talk about that in a second. We look back at last Saturday's Let's Wrestle Volume 18, and of course, we go over our favorite Memorial Day recipes to serve to guests. Joining me, as always, is the head of the table for both Limitless and Let's Wrestle, and the man who will never walk out of a show just before it starts because he doesn't like the creative, Randy Carver. Randy, say hello to the fine people. How's it going? Uh, Josh, good to talk to you again. Two weeks in a row we're back here on the podcast. I never asked you, too. Do you yeah. like the music at the start of the podcast? Uh, I do. I always mean to ask you, who, who is the artist? Who's, who's the band? It's Too Late the Hero. They're a local band out of Portland, Maine. Uh, I've seen them a couple times, and they actually... Uh, we're one of the headliners on the only rock and wrestling show that we ever uh, co-hosted. So rock a little a little limitless tie in there, but uh, awesome band that I would recommend checking out if you haven't already. I think they're in our local fave section on the website. But uh, yeah, we've, we've stuck with that for many years now. I would think, yeah, I like it. I would think that the the only ones that come to mind when I think of limitless songs are... Uh, is it Dance a Night Away by Kiss that, that is always played at shows? <laughs> crazy, crazy nights. Crazy, crazy nights. Sorry, that was it. Yeah, because I always, it's like the only time I hear that song ever is at Limitless shows. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's, and, a, that's a Dylan Nix poll, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's one other one I cannot remember. I'll, I'll think for the next, the, for the next show. But uh, yeah, that, that's the only one I could just, I could think of because I associate that so much with uh, with Limitless. Well, cool. I, I love that song. What do you? What's the intermission playlist like? What do you think of it? Uh, I think you could get some some new songs in there. I feel like I hear the same ones over and over again, uh, before and after. Of course, it, it, you know it's. I, I know some music more pre-show than I do during the intermission, just because so much activity and people talking and, and all that stuff. But yeah, I think it's always good to to add some new some new stuff in there. I I come from that world in terms of like, I used to do music as part of my. Um, hockey duties way back in the day and so i always just try to kind of keep it fresh add new things in there you know shit like that so yeah that that's where i come from though good to know i'm, I'm gonna get on it josh be prepared good i will be prepared you could also throw in uh if you want to it's a free suggestion as they all are uh sound effects during matches you know what i mean like a, a boing or a you know big like you know things like that you might hear during Sporting events, you know, baseball games and things like that. Someone hits a foul ball and you hear, a, you know, a, a glass shattering uh, effect. Oh, dude, that was my favorite thing at Sea Dogs games. I was just talking to someone about it. Uh, foul ball, maybe uh, maybe out of the park. You hear that, you know, rut row, time to call Portland glass, like the glass shattering. They must have not have uh, renewed their sponsorship contract because that is no longer there. Mm. Yeah, you can think of some some wacky ones to do for. Uh, I mean, a Home Depot one would be perfect, especially in some of these matches that involve people getting thrown through doors and things like that. <laughs> you know, just all of a sudden, just yeah, have Rich do a, a quick read or something like that in the middle of. Ma- I mean, how wacky would that be, dude? Uh, I don't think anything is worse. This is just my personal opinion, but I've seen like some clips of like uh, shows from like a flea market or a junkyard in the South where. Like people are wrestling and there's live commentary just by some random going on that is, <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen any, like, I've just seen these like backwoods wrestling clips where you've got like a, 
like a ranch hand from the local bull riding <laughs> fucking rink. And he's on, well, do you want ball body slamming him? And like, it's just there, there's nothing like, how is that enjoyable? Mm. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's for the kids and it's not for me, but like, I literally saw one of those pop up on my Twitter timeline. I'm like, damn, nothing would take me out of the moment more like watching it. If I'm trying to like hear some guy on commentary, like probably the ring announcer who's buddies with the promoter, who's trying to like call this match live to the crowd. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen some of those before. Yeah. The, the live commentary just, it must be distracting for the talent too. Right. I mean, I don't know. I quote unquote talent, you know, if you're working at a junkyard or something like that, but I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Right. But I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I must be distracted. You're trying to kind of work your match and work the fans. Also, for the fans, you're trying to get into it, and then you have some someone like talking about the match, uh, in, in like in in a regular microphone. It just yeah, it's kind of kind of odd. Yeah, boy, how the hell did we end up there? Anyway, <laughs> I love I love these uh, these side uh, some side effects. I'm thinking of the Hardy Boys. These uh, sideways uh, leans that we take in the the podcast at times. Yeah, getting in the weeds, as Jeff Jarrett would say. That's right. That's right. Before we begin, of course, wherever you're listening, subscribe, like the video, uh, rate and review, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. But yeah, this Saturday, Limitless Wrestling, acting up. Where'd the name come from? Nowhere specific, honestly. Um, it just, it was something that kind of hit me. I, I actually, it had been like written in a uh, in a notepad on my phone for quite some time. I just like, any time that I'll... Uh, Cause a lot of times, like I've noticed that I was talking to danger kid about this recently. Like uh, sometimes these names just come up in conversation. Mm. Um, and uh, someone says like a side comment that's like, Oh, so-and-so is acting up, you know? And uh, sometimes it just hits like, Oh, that might be a cool show name. Should be a good show acting up. What was it, what, the name, the name that Alba came up with that you never use like the thunder rolls or something like that. And you were so you're being so polite to him and he's kind of coming up that at the end. And it was like, there's no way Randy's ever going to name a, a show with the thunder rolls. <laughs> I, uh, I have a notepad of some show names that I've got on the back burner. And then I've got a notepad of everything that John has ever sent me because, uh, essentially it's all Bruce Springsteen and ACDC, um, song <laughs> yeah. names. I think the Thunder Rolls was exactly what it was. And uh, he's been pushing for that for about three or four years now. Yeah. So uh, if that ever happens, you'll know I caved. <laughs> the end of the promotion is here, if, I, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, acting up, coming up this Saturday from Yarmouth, Maine. And the big news I alluded to earlier, this is going to be streaming live on IWTV. That's right. First live event to with fans to stream on IWTV. Since Twilight Zone in November 2019. How about this, Randy? This uh, this has come together and it's happening this Saturday. I know. Uh, it's a huge credit to the team that we have behind the scenes. Uh, Harry Aaron from Studio Anywhere. Uh, our camera crew. Paul. John Roy. DJ Tony D. Todd Graham in there as well. Uh, Sam Laterna backstage holding it together. Uh, commentators too. Top Shelf and Johnny Torres. They do an excellent job, but... Um, we've been working towards this. I mean, we, we've kind of talked about it a little on social media and I think on this podcast as well, but, um, really the, the, the shutdown kind of forced us to be goal oriented and figure out how we could tighten up the ship moving forward. And, uh, one of the big things that we wanted to try to do is get streaming, uh, locked down for something that we could do, maybe not every show, but, um, at least uh, a good majority of them as we move through the year. And, uh, I think people have noticed like the turnaround time has been improving, 
Um, Harry's constantly making uh, uh, different changes and upgrades to how the broadcast is actually presented, which is very cool. Uh, we started with this March of last year with Double Vision. That was the very first one that uh, we kind of changed the production on and uh, took a different focus on uh, improving the quality and improving the turnaround time. And eventually we got it whittled down to where, you know, we were turning it around within the week. And then it was a few days after, and then it was the day after. And we realized now we're in a position where we're ready for this and uh, got with IWTV. And the, the problem before is that you just, you had to have someone from IWTV there to monitor the stream and where there's so few of them and they're so far away. I mean, Maine is, uh, you know, middle of nowhere compared to where uh, a lot of the IWTV officials were located. So it was very tough to get them here to, make something like this come to fruition. So now being at a point where we can actually handle the production in-house and put it out there uh, with our own crew, uh, that's a huge step forward for us. And uh, I'm excited and I hope some people from out of town or people who may not be able to make it with it being a holiday weekend are able to check this out. So for those that are not able to be in attendance or watch it live, what's the turnaround time for when it'll be available on demand? Pretty quick after? I would wager that this is probably going to be up within the day. So I would say mm. if you can't catch the live stream, probably probably be on the lookout to IWTV socials the following day. But um, it's all dependent, I think, on the upload speed. It might be up within a few minutes afterwards. Um, that's something I'm still going to talk over with them and to get a definite on. Mm. So, of course, like we've talked about before, it's nothing like attending a wrestling event live. Should be a first choice. Under 100 tickets remain for the show. And you guys know quickly those go uh, on, especially show week. People's schedules get set up, and they're just like, all right, let's do this. As of now, you can get yours on at limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets uh, before Saturday. And they, at this point, by people, are, the time people are listening to this, they'll be left at the door, I would say. And then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, get get your tickets. If you're going to go, lock yourself in, and because you never know, especially with holidays, maybe people in town come and see shows. Let's go do something, and you don't want to be left uh, on the outside. Yeah, definitely. Um, they'll be available on the website until Saturday morning. So uh, you can make sure that you get yourself a seat and they'll be held at the door for you. And any remaining will be available at the door Saturday night. But if you want to lock in that you get a ticket for sure, hit up LimitlessWrestling.com slash tickets. That's right. It's going to be a hell of a show. We talked about it a little bit in past weeks. We'll get into the official preview here. Headliner of the night, Limitless Wrestling World Champion Alec Price. Defending against Lince Dorado, I believe this is a first-time match, if I'm uh, if I'm accurate there. Obviously, Lince Dorado's first time challenging for the Limitless Wrestling World Title, and we've seen these guys come in before, and you know they want to they want a place to be, they want a place to call their home. And Lince Dorado, I mean, again, he's been in WWE, he's worked all over the place. He's uh, since his release, he's been out there and and uh, just get signed to uh, announce for an MLW show coming up this summer and he's been working and Alec Price has been working. This is going to be a great clash. And of note, Randy, this is uh, some history here. Alec uh, has now surpassed Daniel Garcia. You guys remember him for the second longest limitless wrestling title reign of all time. Currently at 192 days. As of today, this being Tuesday, only second to Anthony Green's very long 397 day reign as limitless champion. And uh, yeah, a lot going into this again, two, I think from a on paper standpoint, this is going to be great. I mean, you, these two guys again have been working uh, top talent all over the country, uh, especially Alec. We've seen so many things he's done, limitless, and this uh, this should not disappoint. Put it that way. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, Lince Dorado making his return after nearly five years away 
undefeated in Limitless Wrestling going into this matchup with Alec Price and uh, has really been coming back to the scene very strong, has not lost a lot of matches and is riding some momentum going into this, like you said, uh, just being announced for MLW. And I think he's doing some consistent work there, uh, seemingly all over the place right now. But as is Alec Price, who we want to talk about waves of momentum. This dude has had an incredible 2022, uh, could definitely be a contender for wrestler of the year on the independence. Uh, Alec just taken everywhere he goes by storm, but uh, we've mentioned it. I mean, that's where Daniel Garcia got into trouble. That's where AG the second time got into trouble. These guys, they get so busy and it only takes one night to slip up. And especially against some top tier competition, like a Lince Dorado, uh, you can't, you can't even make that mistake. You can't slip up. Like you have to be perfect uh, to continue to, to ride the schedule like Alec does, but not only ride the schedule, but he's defending this championship every time he's here, everywhere he goes to let's wrestle. Uh, he's defended it at SUP in Tennessee, defended it in Texas against Gabriel Sky. Like he's he's taking it all over the place and not making the workload easy on himself. So I think Alex's ready for this this challenge, but it's a whole different level of competition with Lindsay, one of the top luchadors in the country. And Alex really going to be put to the test with that. That's right. Yep. And uh, hopefully both men get a good night's sleep ahead of this one. It's going to be in for a hell of a fight coming up. Main event of uh, Limitless uh, Wrestling's acting up coming up on Saturday. And Randy, we have a we have a, a three pack, so to speak, of Haas championship potential here on this on this card. Jake something versus Big Beef is one of them. Two hard hitters. Jake something, obviously, people know him uh, probably pretty much for the most part from from Impact. Obviously, he's he's worked the Indies for a while, but he's been a limitless a bunch too. And Beef, everyone knows him, practically a hometown favorite, even though he's not from Maine. Coming off that uh, scary looking injury. Uh, in his match last month against Alex Hammerstone, looking to rebound from that defeat, and he's 100% going into this. And you know, even though both guys would be 100% going into this, I don't think they're going to be 100% coming out of it. This is going to be hard hitting, and uh, one, one of the potential one of the uh, potential matches of the night for sure. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I mean, we're throwing beef right back in the fire here. He wanted world championship level competition because he feels like he has something to prove and. We're going to give it to him. You know, Jake's something, a world-class competitor, like you said. People probably know him from Impact, but, man, people who have been coming lately know him from Limitless, too. He's had some incredible matches over the past calendar year. Uh, went one-on-one -on -one with Daniel Garcia, of course, at Patience is a Virtue. Came up short, uh, probably due to Kevin Blackwood's interference. I mean, let's be real. But uh, he ended up getting some revenge. Uh, last time we saw him, defeating Kevin Blackwood, which was a match of the year candidate at prize possession back in November, and now Jake is back, and he wants to get another win under his belt so he can go get a championship match. So uh, super stoked to see this one. Like you said, there's a three-pack of uh, absolute beef battles on this card. This is one of them, no pun intended. That's right. Yeah, Jake something making his debut in uh, March 2019 in a six-way that also include Dan Housen, Pat Buck, Antoine Nicholas, Big uh, Big Bacon. Or is it? Yeah, Big Bacon, right? Brad yeah, Hollister. Brad Hollister. Yeah, yeah, Josh Briggs. Uh, Brad Hollister, that's a guy I'd like to see return to Limitless maybe someday, huh? I have actually been put on to his recent where A couple people have sent me some of his recent stuff. Uh, I'm excited to see him and Alec this coming week, actually. That's right. Yeah, all kinds of stuff going on this weekend. But yeah, Jake, going back to Jake something, uh, took a loss to JT Dunn. Defeated. This is, a, this is a big thing. Jake something has a win over Alec Price in a Limitless wrestling ring. So can't keep that in mind. And you mentioned the uh, loss of Danny Garcia and then picking up the win over Kevin Blackwood uh, in November 2021. 
at Prize Possessions. So yeah, he's coming in here and also looking to have a home. And uh, but yeah, this is going to be a, a fun battle, Jake. Something against Big Beef. We then have. Let, let's go. Actually, go to the next uh, Haas fight. We'll get into this. Rip Bison versus Ricky Shane Page. Rip Bison coming off the loss to Alec Price last time out and looking to rebound and kind of uh, get back up, climb the top of the mountain, and we'll see what he has uh, going for him going in to this Saturday against the debuting Ricky Shane Page. We talked about this last week, someone you've wanted to come here for quite some time. This should be a hard-hitting affair, and, and you have guys that uh, make their debuts in Limitless, guys and girls. They want to leave an impact, right? They want people to, to chant for them, please come back at the end of the night. And I, I, I assume that RSP is going to go balls out. Rip Bison, again, he's probably going to be a little bit pissed from not having the Limitless Wrestling Championship around his waist. This should be a new, another good Haas fight coming up Saturday. Yeah, this is another dude getting thrown right back into the deep end after a disappointing outcome last month. Rip Bison really threw everything he had at Alec Price and just unfortunately coming up just short. And, I, I mean, got to give credit to Ripper, man. Like, he, an incredible year thus far that built him to a chance that I think a lot of people would not have forecasted him having for a little while with all the competition, with all the heavy hitters in Limitless Wrestling. Rip Bison has done it his way the entire time, and he was able to get to the top. He wants to get back on the horse, back on track here, and uh, what, a, what a tough way to do it. Ricky Shane Page, like you said, making his debut, a long-awaited debut. This is someone people have been wanting to see for quite some time, and finally the scheduling matched up because this is one of the busiest dudes in independent wrestling right now. Former GCW champion on a tear lately with 4-4-0, and Rip Bison has a lot on his hands here with an athletic big man like RSP. Mm. And the third one of this uh, Haas, uh, Haas Fight 3-pack, this is anything goes. This is, I mean, in, in the uh, make-believe uh, Haas Fight Championship that I have. Uh, Slade, who is crazy, taking on the returning, the one called Manders. Anything goes. This is going to be wild AF, as the kids say. Uh, Manders making his first uh, his return uh, since a euphoria back in September 2021 when he took on the aforementioned Rip Bison. This will be his third time in a limitless ring and looking to pick up his first victory. And this is, a, anything goes, this is going to be absolute batshit crazy. This would be a way to make your mark for Manders. I mean, he said it online. This is some outlaw country wrestling right here. Uh, Slade is just out in left field, and I don't want to go in left field to figure out what's going on with him. Like, he's a scary dude. Uh, and I think we've realized after the past couple shows, he always is trying to introduce some sort of weapon. He's always... Uh, just a loose cannon, and uh, we're not going to contain that on this one. There's no restrictions here. Anything goes, and we're cutting these two tough-ass wrestlers loose. So uh, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm also a little worried because uh, you just never know with, with both these dudes uh, under regular circumstances, nonetheless, and anything goes match. So uh, this is going to be one to buckle up, and uh, if you're live in attendance, have your head on a swivel because this could go anywhere. This is uh, your lose you lose the security deposit match of the night potentially. <laughs> yeah, that's what we should start calling it. Yeah, exactly. It could be a new championship. Yeah, so yeah, Jake something big beef, Rip Bison, Ricky Shane Page, Slade versus Manders. I mean, uh, you kidding me, Randy? This is great. Big meaty men slapping meat, right? You're gonna get some of that. I guess so. Uh, and also, so a trios match. This is a, a grudge match. Obviously, people know the uh, the history between MSP and Art. And that uh, raised its ugly head again last time out. And Art uh, taking some advantage 
of uh, Shannon Levangie, who is making her Limitless Wrestling debut, taking on the returning Ava Everett. And again, taking uh, taking umbrage with her. And, and finally, MSP had had enough, came from the back and got on the mic and, and called them out and said, look, you three against us, us two, and someone else that hates you just as much as we do. We do not know who this person is. Uh, and we're going to find out on Saturday, but should be a spirited trios affair. I am very interested to see who this third person is. And again, if they indeed dislike art as much as uh, as much as MSP does, I, I mean, it's it, not that hard to find a person, but this should be this should be quite an affair going on Saturday. I was going to say it's probably a little tough for art to game plan for if they're, uh, you know, if they've got their wits about them and they know the perception of themselves, you know what I mean? To the general public, it could be anybody, but Art just never seems to go away. I mean, as we very well know and see on social media every single day, uh, quite prevalent in the world of Limitless Wrestling. But MSP has had enough. Uh, Art got the upper hand. They stole a victory a couple months ago, and then they wanted to take their liberties after two straight victories last month with Shannon Levangi, and that wasn't going to sit well with MSP. So uh, they're they're two guys who uh, definitely look out for the locker room, and especially the newcomers uh, that are coming into Limitless Wrestling and Let's Wrestle. So uh posing the challenge to art and we're going to see it a trio's grudge match this saturday all three members of art versus msp and a partner of their choosing so uh, i'm excited myself to see who they bring i'm gonna say is watch out for the glitter bomb right it's almost like a finishing move for art now i mean but two straight uh two straight opponents saw the ways and curls uh last month and the referees need to be, you know, their their heads need to be on swivel to see what's going on here. But yeah, it's going to be a wild, uh, wild trios match uh, coming up on uh, on Saturday. Have you ever been glitter bombed yourself, uh, either from art uh, in contract negotiations or perhaps uh, at various clubs or things like that? I can't say that I have, but uh, I do recall a moment recently. Uh, obviously, we have to clean up after these buffoons. So. Uh, <laughs> I remember we were, uh, I think, putting the canvas on the ring back at the Limitless Dojo, and someone was sweeping it off as I was under the ring, and I got uh, just glitter bombed from the excess glitter that was on the canvas all over me. So uh, that was a, a nice four or five day stint of trying to explain why there was glitter in places that there probably shouldn't be glitter. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. And I don't know, probably no glitter bombs in this one. This should be another hard-hitting affair. The debuting Lufisto, the GCW Indie Wrestling Hall of Famer herself, taking on the returning Jody Threat. This is a is an interesting matchup. The, again, uh, we talked about people making their limitless debuts and wanting to make their uh, their presence felt. This is someone you'd want to have uh, come in for a long time in Lufisto against a a promotional favorite in Jody Threat. Every time she comes out, people love her, and they're going to go head to head on Saturday. Yeah, um, Jody Threat making her return, long-awaited return. We haven't seen her since, I believe, New Year's Day. She went one-on-one with Mortar and actually picked up a victory there. So hoping that that carries over for her into Yarmouth, where she hasn't had as much success. Um, We we saw her a little bit during the closed taping era as well, one-on-one with Ava, one-on-one with Becca. Uh, But Jody, happy to have her back, and (laughs) what a way to come back against an indie wrestling Hall of Famer, like you said. Lufisto making her long-awaited return to Maine and her Limitless Wrestling debut. Uh, some stiff competition for Jody. Two fellow Canadians going at it here in Maine. And uh, it's been three years, I believe, Jody said, since these two collided. So uh, Jody certainly knows that she's improved and brushed up on some things since then and probably has a better idea of what Lufisto brings to the table. The question is, 
Does Lufisto know everything Jody Threat's going to throw at her this weekend? Has she been doing her homework? Because Jody, I think, uh, has to be one of the most improved wrestlers on the scene uh, in the past couple of years. Has really kind of figured out her style and what works for her and uh, has really been rocking it lately. So she wants to come back to Limitless and uh, get a victory under her belt on the first night back. But it's going to be tough to do so when Lufisto across the ring. And Joey Threat joins the 10 Match Club coming up on Saturday. This will be her 10th appearance in a limitless ring. How about no that? No shit. Wow. Yep. She debuted back in, oh, Know Your Enemy, uh, the, the Expo show in uh, uh, September 2019, that scramble match. I can't believe that was her debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's bizarre. Number 10. Get her a jacket. Number 10. Coming <laughs> up on, on Saturday. The uh, This should be an interesting uh, bout. We've talked about... John Alba, unfortunately, the beginning of this uh, podcast and his, uh, boy, his guys, Mac, I, I'm struggling here with what to say about these guys, Mac Daniels and BRG. Obviously this is their first outing in uh, well over almost a year, well, probably just about a year without, uh, Channing Thomas by their side. Obviously we've talked about that situation, which happened last month with essentially, you know, they turned on, on Channing Thomas after John Alba completely blew it for, uh, for his client at the time in his, uh, one-on-one match, uh, with, uh, Anthony Green, match of the year candidate right there. And yeah, and then obviously we saw afterwards, you know, Mac Daniels seemed to have no no pause in taking out Channing Thomas, but BRG, the best friend of Channing Thomas, Alba basically commanded him to super kick his friend, and he did just that. So they returned to tag team action with Mr. Alba himself taking on the returning Shook crew. They made their return to Limitless last month in the show opener against MSP. Yeah, very interesting to see, you know, kind of what happens here. Shook her again, you know, they they when you have people returning, they're looking to make their, you know, again, their presence felt and and uh, they you know got the loss last time out, they're looking to pick up a victory. And prestigious, you know, I'm sure that it's going to be strange but without Shane Thomas, but it seems that they're in a headspace right now where they just don't care and they're going to go in here and and uh, take it to the Shook crew. At least that's what they hope to do. Yeah, it's definitely going to be strange. Um these guys just seemingly were inseparable until some problems started bubbling up over the past few months. And, uh, you know, we had seen some trials and tribulations from prestigious, but they had always come out on the other side as a unit. So um, it's intriguing, I guess, that this was the time when, uh, you know, they needed to flip the switch and make something happen. At least John Alba and Mac Daniels, like you said, were on the same page about that decision going down. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, it feels like a new prestigious here. It really does with no Channing Thomas. We actually just surpassed the year anniversary of when prestigious came together for mm. the very first time. Uh, when we saw them on a limitless broadcast as a trio uh, colliding with the sea stars and Rip Bison back in the closed taping era, you can see that for free on youtube.com slash limitless wrestling, but they're going to be put to the test here. I mean, uh, is everything actually okay with prestigious are they better off now without Channing Thomas? We're going to find out. They're colliding with the Shook crew, Bobby Orlando and Bryce Donovan. And, of course, Bobby Jr. going to be ringside as well. Someone to maybe even the odds with John Alba. You know what I mean? Um, a couple farm animals. But, um, no, I'm, I'm excited to see what Shook crew brings to the table here in a match that kind of feels must win for the Shook crew. I mean, they had a, a very impressive return last time against MSP, but – uh, impressive returns without the victories can only bring you back so often. You know what I mean? Um, they got to they gotta start piecing something together here and quickly. And they called out any tag team on the roster. They name-dropped a few, and they're getting one right here in prestigious 2.0. I, I, I 
shudder to ask this question, but I have to. Has John Alba had a, a past with farm animals, do you think? A past with them? Uh, I mean, not a, not a past in terms of a lewd sense, but, you know, do you think he's ever worked on a farm? Has he ever milked a cow or a goat or, uh, you know, picked up chicken eggs or anything like that, do you think? Because you, you mentioned goats and things like that. Or if he's, he doesn't seem like that type to me. I do not think that John Alba has stepped foot on a farm in his life, if I had to guess. Um, I would wager that he drives by them and snarls at the fact that they're in his sight. Probably puts the mask on, doesn't want to smell any of the smells of the farm. You know what I mean? So I mean, yeah. I can't. I I would wager that he's not a fan of goats. So uh, I, I'm I'm excited to see any interaction between John Alba and Bobby Jr. Mm. And also, as a reminder, fans, if you for, uh, were not able to get a goat last time, we'll see if uh, if uh, Bobby brings a, a truck full, considering he sold out of all his mini goats last time. So My maybe God. Randy, yeah, there are get... Bobby Juniors everywhere. That's right, Bobby Juniors everywhere. That's right. Hopefully, nine months from now, it's not the case. Anyway, let's go to the last match on the show. Last but not least, uh, we've talked about these university rules before, Randy, and the, they're unpredictable in a way that is uh, annoying to most fans because they do not like these two. Brad Cashew with Dean Fernicola, he'll be uh, back in the house. University rules against the returning Desmond Cole. Desmond Cole impressing fans and management, I would say, in that four-way uh, last month being his debut. And he's returning to get to show what he can do in a singles match against Brad Cashew. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know in Des's training if he's ever probably probably has not worked under university rules before, but he's going to have to adapt and try to get his first singles victory uh, this uh, Saturday night against Brad Cashew. Yeah, should yeah. be uh, should should be interesting as always with again these university rules, which uh, again they frustrate people. But maybe maybe this will be the week we we get a copy and understand. Well, it seems like a very deep rule book and very detailed, if I have to say so myself, because uh, the very specific rules that have been put out there that have let's be honest helped Brad Cashew get a couple victories under his belt. Uh, it, it seems a little off to me, so. Uh, I'm curious what they're going to try to bring to the table here, or uh, excuse me, what is in the university rule book that they're going to try to present here um, to thwart the big boof of Desmond Cole from getting his first victory in Limitless Wrestling. But uh, how could you not bring Des back after an amazing performance, an amazing debut uh, last month in the Fatal 4-Way match with Mortar, Ryan Mooney, and Brett Ryan Gosselin? Um, I'm excited to see what he can do in a singles capacity. Of course, Brad Cashew, I, I would believe, going to look to restrict any uh, any high flying, any any kicks that Dez could bring to the table. But uh, I think Dez has such a deep repertoire; it's going to be so tough to game plan for, and so tough to uh, quote unquote find some rules that will uh, prohibit this guy from really cooking in there. Mm. Also, looking forward to another uh, warm Yarmouth welcome for uh, for Brad and Dean. That was a a, de- a definite welcome uh, in in a sense uh, last month out. So, look forward to seeing that again coming up on Saturday. Yeah, I can't say they're the uh, two most well liked individuals in Limitless Wrestling necessarily, but nope. they are coming. <laughs> That's right, they are coming. So, quick rundown of the card: Limitless Wrestling World Champion Alec Price versus Lindsay Dorado, Jake Something versus Big Beef, Rip Bison versus Ricky Shane Page, Slade versus the one called Manders. Anything goes. MSP and a mystery partner taking on Art, that being Ricky Smokes, Aaron Rourke, and Ava Everett. Lufisto versus Jody Threat. The Shook Crew versus Prestigious with the one and only John Alba, and then Brad Cashew with Dean Fernicola taking on Desmond Cole. Tickets are still available. As I mentioned, be there live. If you can't be there live, 
You can watch on IWTV live starting at 7.30 on Saturday. Eastern time, of course, the best coast around. But yeah, feeling good about the show, I take it? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, And this is, uh, I'll put it out there as well, it's going to be our last show until July. We're taking the month of June off. So um, if you you want to get your limitless in, uh, there's going to be a little bit of a wait time until the next time we're back in Yarmouth. So uh, definitely get on it. But yeah, in general, I'm feeling pretty good about this one. A lot of fresh matchups on this one and a lot of challenges for some of the regulars here who have kind of made a home in Limitless Wrestling. We're really, uh, like I said earlier, kind of throwing them into the fire here with some of the top competition from around the independents. And it's sink or swim on this one heading into Vacation Land Cup season. This is the time when you need to be racking up the victories on the roster to have some consideration in that tournament. So these guys want to be getting it done. Yeah, nice month off, nice reset for everyone. And chance, yeah, if you haven't uh, watched, if you need to catch up on some old stuff on IWTV, certainly do that as well. But yeah, big uh, big show acting up coming up this Saturday at Yarmouth, Maine. And really, uh, before we go, let's uh, let, let's recap last Saturday, Randy, busy guy, the month of May. Let's wrestle, Volume Eighteen, Do or Die. Interesting show here. So yeah, we'll we'll go with the quick results, and you can kind of uh, tell us. I've not seen the show as of yet, but. You can uh, fill me in and fill the fans in on what they might have missed. Uh, Rip Bryson uh, taking on BRG and picking up the singles victory there. Let's Wrestle Tag Title Tournament kept rolling. The Haven defeating the Syndicate to advance to the next round. Kylon King defeating Sammy Diaz. I saw a lot of clips of this floating around, and people really seem to enjoy this match. So, yeah, looking forward to checking this out. Kylon King uh, making a, a good accounting himself on uh, last Saturday. MSP taking on Dylan Nix and Jesse Nolan. We talked about that match came together last week. Eric Johnson making his return, defeating Armani Chaos. Shannon Levanji defeating the debuting Surfadora. Randy, Surfadora. Saw some, uh, some tweets about her over the weekend. Art, we just talked about them, uh, picked up victory over Perfect Perkins and Joseph Alexander. And then J.D. Drake making his Let's Wrestle debut, defeating Ichiban. Tell us about the show, what worked, and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, it was a good night in uh, in Herman, Maine, and I did want to throw out there we're doing we are doing a Let's Wrestle show in June. And there's no limitless, but there will be Let's Wrestle uh, June 25th. And there's going to be a pretty special match that some uh, limitless wrestling fans will be interested to check out, I believe. But um, this was a fun night, man. Um, back at the Morgan Hill Event Center, the tag tournament, like you said, kept rolling on. We saw the Haven and Art advance. Um, we did have one match that uh, ended up getting changed around. I did want to uh, shed some light on that. Eric Johnson, Armani Chaos, that was originally set for a four-way. Uh, Champ Matthews, due to COVID restrictions, could not make the event. And Dustin Waller actually injured the night before. Uh, not something that's going to take him out long term, but obviously wanted to be safe about the matter and not put him in any more danger. So uh, Armani. Got, got quite an opportunity here to knock off Eric Johnson. And I was very surprised that Armani just, uh, he hung in as long as he did and uh, pulled out some new stuff out of the repertoire that I hadn't seen from him before. So it was a really good showing for Armani, even though Eric Johnson moving forward and proclaiming that he wants a shot at the Let's Wrestle Championship moving forward. That's something that uh, he has never had. And, uh, you know, that chapter of his career as a tag team wrestler with Brandino is kind of closed. So, uh, something new on the horizon, maybe for Eric Johnson. Uh, like you said, Kylon and Sammy Diaz really tore it down. That's one that I would go out of your way to check out, as well as JD and Ichiban, which was uh, an incredible ending to this show. And Ichiban 
really brought it to JD Drake and kind of, I think opened up like another level of himself as a competitor, you know, is, is pretty cool to see, but uh, Ichiban couldn't get the job done here. JD Drake pulling it off in the end, but uh, if you miss this one, check it out soon. It's going to drop on IWTV within the next week. So you'll be able to view that very quickly. And uh, hopefully June 25th, we'll see you back in Herman at the Morgan Hill event center. How did JD like uh, central Maine? He had a good time. Uh, it was a bitch to get him here because uh, we had flight delays on both his flight in and his flight out. So there was a point of in time at 11 p.m. like Friday night before the show. I was almost certain that he wasn't going to make it. Uh, they had delayed his departure, which meant he wasn't going to make his connector. And uh, where he comes from, one of the smallest airports in the country and Bangor, Maine airport is not that much bigger. Um, there are kind of limited options sometimes to get talent from certain places uh, on a timely flight. But we were able to make it happen. He got in mid-afternoon, and uh, then his flight home, he was able to make as well. Had to go into a different airport home, but it wasn't terribly far away, so we ended up getting it sorted out. But that's just a little shit that happens that uh, sometimes throws a curveball on the plans. But he had a good time. Uh, he came back to the dojo afterwards, shared a couple beers, cussed us out again, and then left. So. <laughs> Typical J.D. Drake fashion, drinking your beer and cussing you out. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so uh, check that out on IWTV when it comes out. And, yeah, this is a uh, a busy weekend when it comes to indie wrestling and also uh, AEW's uh, Double or Nothing coming up on Saturday as well. And, and uh, you know, seeing tweets with, yeah, this is just a, a busy weekend in New England with uh, with indies. You mentioned earlier uh, Alec Price and, uh, and uh, Brad Hollister working for another promotion. But, yeah, this is, uh, this is busy. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I feel like every weekend's like that. Now there's so much wrestling going on, it's pretty cool. But um, honestly, like, I'm a little excited to kind of uh, take a breather uh, for a little bit as we get prepared for Vacation Land Cup season. Um, I think it's some of the some of the best shows of the year when we get into this time of year because there's so much on the line. And uh, I think Vacation Land Cup is an awesome summer tradition that we've been doing. So I'm looking forward to putting all efforts moving forward into that. Mm. What are, what are you going to do to take some time off and, and recharge next month? What, what do you get planned? I don't really know. I'm seeing a concert. Um, I, uh, I would like to go fishing a couple times. I've yet to go this year. So I'd like to go fishing a couple times. I want to think of some fresh ideas to do with Limitless Wrestling stuff moving forward. And I think that that's going to give us a chance as well to focus on some side projects that we need to complete. Uh, some merchandise ideas that we've wanted to get out there for quite some time. There's a lot of different things that we're going to put in motion, but that'll give us kind of the time and the uh, the manpower to do that in the off in the off month, and also have less wrestle in the meantime. What are you seeing for a concert? Uh, Tash Sultana. I doubt you know who that is, but uh, awesome artist I've been following for quite some time. Who's actually coming to Portland, Maine? Uh, I'm stoked to see that. I might see more. Uh, I'm I'm kind of like. Uh, in the zone for it now i went to one of larry huntley's nawa shows at gino's like a week or two ago <laughs> yeah. and uh they always have a live band that plays before the wrestling and i got fired up i had no idea who the band was uh i think uh my buddy sean uh told me that it was their first time performing together but i was getting down man it was, it was a good time so i'm excited to see some live music again i don't think i've seen a concert like a like a concert concert that i've uh, gone to specifically for the music. I don't think I've seen in like three years. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's crazy how many tours are out there now. 
because everyone's firing every, up this summer. It's this summer specifically feels like the one. I know that some came back last summer, but this summer feels like the summer back for a lot of people. Yeah, I was uh, I was listening to a, a podcast about uh, like entertainment stuff, and they were talking about how you know the the tours that are going out this summer. A lot of them have been backed up for two years because the pandemic. Like people that released albums in 2020 are are hitting the road now, or they're kind of on the road. And there's all these different bands that are kind of like you know, music acts are kind of waiting because there's only so many crews, there's only so many venues you can go to. And you know when you put on these productions, a lot of people will um, the a lot of acts will use uh, touring comp- specific touring companies for sound, lights, you know, all these type of things, and they're all basically all booked up. So it's going to be a while before some of these groups get out. And on the higher end, you have so many of these bands and, and top acts are charging like top dollar, like stuff we've never even seen before in terms of ticket prices because they're trying to collect that money versus having the scalpers get it. On the flip side, there's a lot of like mid-level acts. They're having a tough time selling tickets because everyone's spending the money on the higher end stuff they want to see. It's a really interesting time for for the music business um, when it comes to that. And, you know, in terms of, of wrestling, I know, you know, Talk about your tents before, and people have gone to shows can see how how well it's done and, and been pretty consistent, which is good. Uh, AEW seems to do uh, pretty consistent as well. Uh, WWE has been has been putting in some some good numbers. They sold out the Norfolk Scope last week. It looks a uh, Hell in the Cell looks to be a uh, pretty good attendance wise, and yeah, people are definitely out there spending money, getting going to shows, and, and doing things like that, and regardless of what they're into. So yeah, it kind of feels like we're we're back in that regard. Yeah, it definitely felt like last summer it was. Uh kind of baby steps to get back. I mean, we felt that kind of throughout the entire year where we started with a, with a limited capacity and then built back into live shows. And even for the first, I would say first three live shows back that we did, we weren't even selling to uh, the full capacity that we do now just to kind of uh, feel out the process and feel out the floor plan again, moving forward. Cause it had been fuck quite some time (laughs) since we have, uh, since we had laid out a floor plan and actually done something like that. So, um, yeah, it just feels like so much uh, within the live entertainment realm has kind of come back and is is out there once again, especially this summer, which I think for a lot of people makes it a pretty busy summer. Yeah, that's true. You uh, watching Double or Nothing on, uh, on Sunday? I plan on it, yeah. I think I'm going to check that out. It's crazy, and they have so many homes talent. Like, FTR isn't on the show. Darby Owls isn't on the show. Sting's not on the show. I mean, there's so many guys that just aren't on the show. It's a, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty deep uh, roster they have over there. Right I was going to say, it's a credit to a deep roster because uh, they got a ton of mouths to feed there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully people are patient. Well, we'll see. Anyway, so, again, I'll, I'll steam ahead towards this Saturday for Limitless Wrestling. It'll be a fun weekend for everyone. Go to the show, and then you can watch the pay-per-view on, uh, on Sunday. Get your full uh, holiday weekend wrestling fix uh, with Limitless Wrestling. Obviously, IWTV, we talked about it. You can watch the show live there. If you're not a subscriber, now is probably the perfect time to do it, especially if you want to watch the show live. If you can't be there in person, I use the code LIMITLESS, and that helps out the promotion quite a bit. Tweet about it, and I assume the, the hashtag is like acting up, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you got it. It's just acting up. So if, yeah. you're, if you're tuning in live or if you're tweeting about the show, use the hashtag, and we'll be interacting actually live during the stream. And then also you can uh, check out uh, two first two seasons of The Road on Pluto TV for free. If you have not seen that yet, you uh, pretty soon season three will be up there as well. And let Pluto TV know if you want more Limitless. You can follow uh, the promotions on social media, of course, LW Main on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. 
Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Randy underscore Carver LW on Twitter. My name is Josh Nason, J-O-S-H-N-A-S-O-N on Twitter. And obviously, LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs. Bid weekend coming up. Looking forward to seeing everybody in Yarmouth, Maine for acting up. For Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. And until next time, be limitless.